Hello, my fabulous naturalistas. It is Sheridan. I'm the founder of Be Hair Politics, and this is another episode of Curl Talk It Out. Each episode features a different natural, and we kind of go over some common questions, problems, and just get a unique perspective from someone else. Um, the natural that I have here today is Miss Trina, and her brand is Curl Coach. And when you look on her brand, she does many product reviews. She's currently a an ambassador for Soul Tentacles, which is a, a natural hair company. So if you've been looking to uh, try anything new or want to know more about Soul Tentacles brand, like she would be the perfect person to explore her page and learn more about it. Also, she has a unique perspective in her natural hair journey as that she, um, I guess, I don't know for lack of a better word, but battles with alopecia. And I think that's really important, like, and, and that's an awesome niche that she's focusing on because I know there's many naturals that struggle with that and they kind of are embarrassed or ashamed of it. And she has taken on the platform to to basically say, hey, like, it's okay, like you have it, but there's ways to work with it. And, you know, you can still have some gorgeous bomb hair. And, and she does. So hello, Miss Trina. <laughs> hello, and thank you so much for allowing me to be on your platform. Yes, I really appreciate you for being on, for real, yeah. <laughs> and so before we kind of get into the meat of the question that I want to ask you today, I do want to set a foundation for how your hair looks. So I don't know if you can help us with telling us your hair type. Sure. Um, I have low porosity um, extremely fine, low density hair. Um, most people, I would like to say most people focus on curl pattern. I don't think it's extremely important, mm -hmm. but I have multiple curl patterns. The majority of them are three C. And then in my crown area, I have four A curls. And then if you, there's times when I'm looking around in there and I see other patterns. So they're kind of, all over the place yeah they kind of have a mind of their own <laughs> yeah but I usually focus on the fact that my hair is low pro sorry low porosity and it's low density it's really fine mm -hmm. yeah and that's a good thing to focus on um I, I do the same I don't really care much about the 3c 4a like the hair typing it's just mm -hmm. a good visual for like you know just how your hair curls basically yeah I agree Mm-hmm. So awesome. Okay. So now that we have that down, the question that I wanted to ask you today is what is your favorite oil and why? And I don't know if that kind of ties into, you know, your um your battle with alopecia and if you found like certain oils that you know work best for that. Like, you know, I just I just want to know what specifically is like your favorite oil that you like to use. Uh, my favorite oil, I would say, is omelet oil um, for a number of reasons. Um, the strengthening of it, I like that it's lightweight. Um, the issue with fine hair is that really heavy oils weigh your hair down. Mm -hmm. uh, the other issue is I battle with fairy knots, and I find that omelet oil kind of addresses all of those issues for my hair type. It's not heavy. It's lightweight, so it doesn't weigh my hair down. I'm able to kind of get it on the 
ends of my hair to keep those pesky little fairy knots away. Mm -hmm. And um, there, it has so many other strengthening benefits for my scalp um, and so forth and so on as I battle with alopecia. I also, I'm also currently using the Sultanicals Growth Oil, which is a part of my regimen for my to keep my scalp healthy. And it has a lot of good ingredients in it. So right now, those are my favorite two. Those are the ones that I seem to stick to consistently because I've seen um, the progress of sticking to them. Awesome. I love that. And you know what? I haven't tried almond or I haven't used almond oil in a long time. And I definitely have those fairy knots like because I wear wash and goes all the time. I may need to go back to almond oil and, and see how that <laughs> works for me. Cause... Yeah, amla oil is a really, really good oil. I love it. I love the smell of it. It's just everything about it. I, I really love that oil. It's my favorite. And it's one that I've been using consistently, I would say about a year and a half now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to look back into that because my last detangling day was, oh my God, it was low-key a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, so I do want to ask, like, with with alopecia, do, do you have to really focus on, I know the scalp is very important, but do you, is it really important to really focus on that area um, that you mean the area where you're having the hair loss or just the scalp in general? I guess both. Um, uh, when you're dealing with alopecia, the scalp is the most, it's, it's integral that you focus on your scalp. Um, mm -hmm. The I have two types of alopecia. I have um, traction alopecia and the crown, which came from pulling. I like ponytails and buns pulling too tight. And I also have telogen effluvium, um, which is that when your hair goes into that resting phase. And so I've had issues that has been brought on by weight loss because I lose a lot of weight from stress and it triggers a lack of nutrients in my body and so forth and so on. So with that being said, the goal is always to focus on the scalp because the issue is that the hair follicle and the stage where the hair is supposed to be, it's not, it's not um, functioning the way it's supposed to function. So definitely the scalp and depending on the type of alopecia you have, um, some people get bald spots, but mine was, a, mine was an, an, an area, was my crown area and the back part of my hair where I was losing most of the hair. So now in my journey, my scalp is the pretty much the only, I, I, I would almost say the only thing I focus on because I've never had a um challenge with length retention if that makes any sense mm -hmm. yeah um it's just now i'm focused on keeping my hair follicles healthy because i know by doing that everything else becomes easier in terms of length retention and getting my hair to grow so the scalp is definitely the thing that you want to focus on and not just for people with alopecia but i think for individuals in general because okay. that's where it all starts right you are right about that I, I i preach that on my brand too like you know don't just focus on the follicle or the hair but you know the scalp because that's where it grows out and if it doesn't you know grow out starting out the right way then it's kind of downhill mm -hmm. from there as it as it continues to grow if it continues to grow you know absolutely mm -hmm. 
I agree. Do you, do you find yourself like, um, do you put more attention, like, I guess, to these spots with um, alopecia more than than other parts of your hair? And forgive me for like my questions because I don't really know much about alopecia. Um, I, I definitely want to do more research about it. I know a couple of people who battle with that as well. And so, um, yeah, I don't really have much like advice for them because I don't know enough about it. But um, do you find that you have to like, I guess, you know how like people who have different textures of hair or um, thicker parts of hair, they have to put more on on those parts of hair. Like, do you yeah. find yourself doing that? Um, I do. I guess I give more attention down to the crown and the back part of my hair just to, like, for example, when I do um, scalp massages, I tend to spend more time on my scalp massages in the crown and in the back part versus the front and the sides, um, only because I've had, you know, my challenges have kind of been in those areas. So mm -hmm. I tend to, and um, in the area, in my crown area, where I also have four curls, that hair tends to be um, a little bit more resistant to some products. Mm -hmm. And so I'll focus on what products I'm putting on in that area because that's also the area that's sensitive and um, some things don't just don't work for my scalp and so I have to really pay attention to what ingredients are going in that area so that it doesn't irritate my scalp or mm -hmm. cause any inflammation. Awesome yeah that's that's really good and and that you're paying close attention to that. That's really awesome. Wow, so that was a really good answer. And I do have a bonus question for you. Sure. I want to know, what do you love about your hair? I think what I've grown to love, because believe it or not, uh, for a very long time, I did not like my hair. I relaxed my hair for years and straightened <laughs> it for years. And so um, in 2014, when I returned to just allowing my hair to take its natural state, I think what I've grown to love is that it is easy for me to manage, for lack of a better term. It's pretty easy when I listen to my hair and I kind of, you know, pay attention to what it needs and versus what it don't need. It's become very easy for me to just manage it. Um, detangling is no longer um, an issue for me. I used to get what's called webbing, where it would get really dry and it would almost mat together and web. Mm -hmm. So those things seem to have been alleviated by me just being aware of my hair. And so I guess that's the bonus. It's, it's easy for me to manage. Oh, that is awesome. I love that. And you brought up such a good point because it makes it so much easier when you just stop fighting it and like, like, cause I, I've relaxed my hair for years too. And it just, you know, it takes a toll on it and cause that's yeah. not your natural hair. And like, so you just, you're just listening to it and it makes it so much easier because for a long time I was nervous to go natural because I just thought it would be so hard. I was like, you know, relaxing my hair for years. I'm like, if I go natural, what am I going to do? But like, mm -hmm. like I was basically kind of forced into it because the 
me relaxing my hair was just too much. My hair was so dry and I wasn't listening. And when I finally just said, okay, forget it. I'm going to let go of all of that stuff and just started really listening and working with my hair. Like it was the easiest transition ever. And I was so shocked. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think, I think no matter what hair type you have, if you make a decision to kind of pay attention and listen to your hair, it does become easier to manage because you learn to understand what it likes versus what it don't like. And it is a lot easier to manage. I don't think that's just for my hair or hair type. I think that's for all hair types. Mm-hmm. Even even being more aware of ingredients and, and my hair, I've become better with managing my kids hair who is very whose hair is very different from mine so I totally agree with you awesome awesome yeah and then oh my gosh forgive me for this question too because and I I only just thought of it because you mentioned your kids and because I don't know enough and haven't done enough research about alopecia is that genetic or is that something that just happens with changes in your body um there are different types of alopecia most of them are genetic they usually are genetic but they are different types there are some alopecias that are brought on by um immune deficiencies and other things that happen within your immune system Mm -hmm. Um, but for the most part most alopecias are genetically connected okay Okay, that's good to know. That's that's really good to know. And I appreciate you kind of uh, giving us some information on that and your journey. So hopefully I I didn't offend you with any of my questions. Nope, you didn't. Okay. (laughs) Nope. Okay, good. These are all things I'm open to sharing on my page, and I share them on my page um, early on in the year when I actually went to the dermatologist and I got a biopsy. because they were checking out what was going on under my scalp. It was all in my stories and on my page. So it's definitely not something that I want people to be ashamed of. And it's not something that I'm ashamed of. It's something that I, you know, I want to talk about because I want people to know that it's something you can get help and support for. Yes, absolutely. I love it. And, you know, if we are, if we want to check you out and we're vibing with you and we really want to follow your journey, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at curlcoach, C-U-R-L-C-O-A-C-H, and two underscores. Awesome. All right. Well, oh my gosh, Trina, again, I really appreciate you being on here. I hope I can bring you on to another episode and maybe we can expand even more on different hair topics. Sure. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I would love it. Yes, awesome, me too. And so with that, this has been another episode of Curl Talk It Out. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all those great things, and let us know what you think about these episodes so we can continue to make more. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.